The Blockbusters Podcast is proud to be a member of the Pod Bros Network. You can find us as well as other fantastic podcasts such as Pencil and Ink Review, Another Damn Trivia Show, and The Language of Bromance at podbros.com, as well as on most other fine podcasting services. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to share and enjoy the Blockbusters Podcast. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special treat for you this time around. We actually both guested on a podcast known as Soil Dressed in Cinema. And we decided that the most practical thing to do would be to get the guy that edits it to edit it, give it to us, and then I record this intro and we'll put it out as an episode. And therefore, we basically did nothing for one week. So, yeah, having a lot of fun with that. So we hope that you enjoy listening to us be incredibly disheartened to have had to have watched Sandy Wexler. Enjoy. This week in the restroom, we get our annoying character on to flush a Netflix comedy turd from 2017. We've got child molester voice acting, laundry lists of call in a favor cameos, insanely bloated running time, rising star plot device, and permanently on autopilot unfunny Adam Sandler torturing the audience with a performance so bad it makes him look like he's trying to act while having a major stroke. It's Sandy Wexler. And before we flush it, we're going to take it out and play with it a little. So you don't have to see it. Greetings, everyone. I am Honor Knight, your head cinematic flusher right here in the restroom. As always, I'm joined by my lovely co-cinematic flushers, Midwest movie mogul, Colleen Griffin. Hey, hey, hey. And raging Buddha B-movie queen, Norcrest. What's up? Also joining us as part of our extended co-flushing team this time out are the heterosexual life partners of the Blokebusters podcast. Blockbusters is a movie chit-chat show that covers all types of cinema, from the latest releases to the worst franchises. Please welcome back show hosts Brian Klosterman and Paul Adam Sandler can lick my balls, Hawkins. Hello. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the best you can hope for. Uh, Alright, <laughs> we're already depressed. Let's kick off this flush with a round of Thunderdump. Blow some ass. I'll put 60 seconds on the restroom clock, and we're going to go around the cinematic bowl to see who has the worst alternate title for this week's cinematic turd. The loser will then get to read the RSS, that's restroom stall stat, in a funny voice of my choosing. Here we go. Griff! A star is aborted. <laughs> Crest! Cameo a palooza. Ugh, that's lame. Uh, Hawkins! Liar Liar 2, now with zero comedy. <laughs> Klosterman! Supersized meh. Uh, <laughs> and I'm expecting... I had a dick-sucking grab bag of celebrity cameos. <laughs> oh, Griff! Uh, worst Woody Allen movie ever. <laughs> Crest? Creepy, creepy dolls. No. Uh, Hawkins? The Ridiculous 600 cameos. Uh, uh, oh. it's kind of riffing on mine. All right, Klosterman? The Untalented Mr. Ribeye. Uh, no. I had a Human Centipede 4 full Sandler sequence. <laughs> Griffin? Peru's the guy who keeps approving racist Rob Schneider characters. Oh, not bad, not bad. Crest? So much Kevin James ass. No, no, uh, Hawkins. Rob Schneider is a limo driver. (laughs) (laughs) Klosterman. VH1's I Now Hate the 90s. I had Asperger's the movie. 
Yeah, come on. What do you No. Well, that is time. All right. Uh, obviously, we had some good ones. Kind of a mixed bag. I thought it'd be a little bit sharper. Uh, Chris, you're a big loser. You had at least two ones that stunk on ice. You had two that stunk worse than this movie. All right, so Chris is the big loser this time for Thunderdump. She is going to greet uh, this week's restroom stall stats in the voice of any one of Adam Sandler's posse members. None of them have, like, a weird... They all do! What do you mean none of them have? You can do Rob Schneider's uh, Farusa voice. Do it like Beavis and Butthead. They're not even on there. But They're not even in the movie, uh, but all right. Watch the credits. Oh no! no we oh no! Oh, that was the that's credit, your job. That's part of the movie. Oh uh, my God! Thank you, Colleen. All right, that all right. So I got, <laughs> I guess tonight it's gonna be Griffin on credits. Nice going, Chris. You had one. You had two jobs. Uh, <laughs> Sandy Wexler is a 2017 comedy web film directed by Stephen Brill, <laughs> Brill, and written by Dan Beulah, Paul Sando, and Adam Sandler. The film stars Adam Sandler, Jennifer Hudson, Kevin James, Terry Crews, Rob Schneider, Colin Quinn. Nick Swartzen, Lamore Morris, and Arsenio Hall, in that order, and follows a talent agent in the 90s Hollywood who's a satirical homage to Sandler's real-life manager, Sandy Wernick. The film was released on Netflix because nobody wants to see this in a theater. <laughs> on April 14, 2017, on Rotten Tomatoes, Stanley Wexler has an approval rating of 31%. I don't believe that for a minute. Yeah, there you go. There's your rest of soul. I think she was just doing every Adam Sandler voice. No, I think I'm that's what that is. She's doing Sandy Wexler. Oh, my God, guys. And I thought Sandler's pedophile animated character from Eight Crazy Nights was creepy. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever wanted to see what Jerry Lewis would be like after a debilitating stroke, I'd give you Adam Sandler's performance in this film. It's like if Jerry Lewis and Woody Allen got, like, stirred together in some toxic sludge. This is, like, the mutant that would come forth. First of all, why is this film an agonizing 131 minutes? I've uh, oh, yeah, God. I've had medical procedures that took less time, and they were way more fun, by the way. Uh, happy Madison Productions. Uh, is anyone really happy since Netflix made a deal with Adam Sandler and Satan? Oh, the irony! Happy <laughs> and reminding us, yeah, and reminding us of like when he was funny. Uh, so Sandy Wexler, uh, SNL Lord and Commander Lauren Michaels kicks off a slew of celebrity cameos going on about Sandler's latest fictional douchebag. And you're going to start passing out the chapstick, folks. The opening scene has to deal with a lot of celebrities talking about the legend of Sandy Wexler. And this, and this scene keeps repeating throughout the film until we find out at the end of the movie. I'm not going to spoil it right now, um, what it, the scene is about. And Crest has actually very nicely compiled a, a list of all the celebrities that were dick-sucked and appearing in this sequence. I'm going to wait till the end of the movie for her to read down the whole list. Well, actually, no, let's just do it now because I, it permeates the entire film. So, Crest, real fast... Just run down the entire list of everyone who appeared in this party scene. We'll call it that. Lauren Michaels, Kevin Nealon, Jimmy <laughs> Kimmel, Jason Priestley, Jewel, Lisa Loeb, Conan O'Brien, George Went, John Lovitz, Henry Winkler, Janine Garofalo, Arsenio Hall, Judd Apatow, Paul Rodriguez, Darius Rucker, Richard Lewis, Dr. Drew, Vanilla Ice, Penn Jillette, Jay Leno, Louis Anderson, David Spade, Dana Carvey, Chris Rock, Colin Quinn, Polly Shore, and Guy O'Siri. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's too much, guys. That's these too are much. all his friends, though. If he had a barbecue, these I are the same people that would be at the barbecue. You... No, okay, okay. Either, either Adam Sandler is secretly, like, the coolest guy in Hollywood, or he's, like, the Julian Assange of Hollywood, and he's hacked all their emails I think and knows did. everything. This is too Thank much. Thank you. I wrote, he has something on these people. He has yeah. to. He does. You know what? I'm going to disagree with you guys. I laughed a lot. Oh, okay. That's because you are in love and has nothing no. to do with this fucking movie. <laughs> if you were not getting, if you did not just 
got laid last weekend, you would be in a miserable fucking mood like the rest of us. I don't. That's bullshit. Um, no, you can't. No, that all has to do with Portland. That well, has nothing to do with is, us. I'm gonna get laid again this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna eat a better mood. So there. Chris has completely lost her critical edge when it comes to this garbage. Chris, yeah. as we go along, I want you to point out what you thought was funny because so far I don't. I didn't find one joke in this film funny, not one. Uh, and we'll talk about it as we go. But they just, again, just, the credit. We're the best part. All right, we'll yes. do it, and we'll get to that at the end. Uh, not Sandy, but a guy like Sandy. Uh, why does the talented uh, Janine Garofalo keep looking more and more like one of those troll dolls with each passing year? Uh, did her just, plastic surgery not take properly? She's looking... It's just collagen injections. Is that what it is? Much. Yeah, at the two-minute mark, guys. She's not, it's I, like I, collagen in her lips, and then like she's got uh, a freeze-frame forehead thing is that what where it's they going just on? Like, freeze mm-hmm. it. Oh, yeah, it's bad. She looked a lot healthier. I'm one of her biggest fans. And, man, every time I see her, I don't recognize her. I'm getting to the point where I can't actually recognize her. And it's not my senility. It's just because her face is, like you said, it's just become, it's starting to look like Cher. Like, they're all going to the same wax figure oh, museum. Oh, come on, babe. <laughs> all right, yeah, I can't bust anymore on Cher. We already pretty much ripped her a new one a couple weeks ago. Los <laughs> Angeles, 1994, because flashbacks to L.A. 92 and 95 were already taken. No, uh, flashback to when he was actually funny. Oh, that was taken, too. In case we haven't mentioned, folks, he's not funny at all in this film. In fact, nobody is, unless you're a Nora Crest, and then it's hysterical. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's Sandy Wexler. <laughs> no, it's actually uh, Adam Sandler sounding and dressing like a child molester who just finished up a threesome with Jared Fogel. Sandler's entire performance sounds like it was lifted from a 30-year shoe salesman with Alzheimer's. Uh, what's he doing, guys? They are trying to imply some sort of, like, mental... Oh, he does. That's why I said Asperger. I wasn't that far off on that. With his wardrobe and... Nobody dressed like that in 94. Um, They did. They were just, like, 50 or older. He's not. His character is not at that point in time, I don't think, right? Right. It's based on his actual manager, but I don't... You know, and it's exaggerated, but even, again, every time he tries to do one of these type of characters, it's just... There's something just off about it. It's just not... It's not healthy. So, basically, the opening of the film is them talking about this fictional character, Sandy Wexler, and then we flash back to 94. The whole film takes place in 94, I should say that, folks. You know, except the bookend no, part. No, yeah, 94, not... 94. 90, yeah. yeah, and a little bit of 96. Um, so they're just showing different mm-hmm. vignettes of him being an idiot, representing people. Uh, he, he's presented as a complete incompetent, yet he manages to still get stuff done. I guess that is how it goes in Hollywood. Uh, he had no friends. Uh, True words have never been spoken. Uh, thanks, Louis Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that was the last time Louis was funny. So I guess there was one no, funny joke. No, yeah. Louis Anderson recently was nominated and maybe won. What? Is he May back? Emmy or I, he did. He did. Oh, yeah, did he? he? Oh, Louis's back? Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, All right. Next. Never mind. All right, Louis, you're in our good, good graces again. Uh, when it came to eating with Sandy, it was like a smorgasbord on his face. Uh, did anyone else want to put a smorgasbord on Pauly Shore's face around the five-minute oh, mark? My oh, God. man. Oh, man. And you know, like, with, like, seven the, women. Is he, like, trying to play Hugh Hefner uh, and, like... That's all I said, that Shore was surrounded by four beautiful women. You couldn't pay to fuck them. Uh, there's, there's no way. Well, he, well, he probably does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that immediately, you should everybody should have just turned the film off and moved on to something else. But, yeah, they managed to get Paulie Shore in this scene. Uh, and he turns, again, it's not the only one. Fortunately, they keep coming back to him. And he's not funny. In fact, they make a joke at his expense. And that's still not funny. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, but I appreciate a for effort on that to make a joke at his expense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, I don't even think he got the joke. Uh, I'm scared, Sandy. <laughs> I got to jump over 10 trailers in a waterbed. Uh, in case you were wondering how evil Knievel finished out the back end of his career. 
Uh, veritable punching bag. Nick Schwarzden uh, shows up in Sandler's mm-hmm. film again. This time playing an evil Knievel ripoff. Uh, just a not a very. He's playing Super Dave. Super Dave Osborne. It's just basically, basically yeah. yeah, yeah. And we've seen this act before. It's not funny. Anything he's doing in any of the scenes are not funny. The jokes are obvious. It's just low ball stuff, guys. I th- Schwarzen is actually can be a good character actor, oh, a good he's comedic. A, no, he, and he's a great comedian. Right. I don't understand why they don't let him do his stuff and create a character. He could have created a really funny character of this guy, this Gary Works or whatever the hell his name was. Rogers. Thank you, Gary Rogers. Rogers. You got it right yeah. the second time. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I thought his scene was good. He's like, I'm scared. Oh, and he's no. like laughing at him. He's like, why are you laughing? Like, that exactly. doesn't make sense. But I know, but I feel like he's like talking to him about his scripts. Like, <laughs> why are you laughing? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes it so much better. Way. Yeah. Uh, Sandler's going through a, a litany of different uh, people he works with. And uh, Gary Rogers or uh, Nick Swarson's characters. One, here comes another one. What's it like being a puppet? Uh, you tell us, Kevin James, who's decked out in a fake mustache like he's escaping uh-huh. from his lame career around the eight-minute mark. He plays that Jeff Dunham idiot. Uh, yeah, I was actually begging for Jeff Dunham. Uh, and he says, I don't know the first thing about the TV business or the movie business, Kevin. Yeah, so stay out of both, Paul. Well, but was that supposed to be like a joke? Because, Is that the oh, joke? I was in a very profitable sitcom. Ha, ha, ha. Is his character supposed to think that all the puppets are real or something? <laughs> well, they are real. Don't you notice that? They all move independently. I didn't understand that joke either, but... If they had cut off, like, half of his clients and, like, kind of focused on that weirdness... It would have been... It might have worked. Okay. Yeah, I would have appreciated yeah, that. Yeah, th- there's too many clients. Uh, what would you like to do? Well, not appear in any more of Daddy's shitty Netflix films around the 10-minute mark. It's bad enough... Uh, well, yeah, his wife and his kids are in this uh, abortion, too. And his too. kids are cute. Yeah, but they, even they didn't look like they wanted to be there. But and she I, did a... I'm going to say this is his wife's best role. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't think she's she any better like than... She seems like a very nice person. She plays another you client. Said, you said you were the king of Hollywood. <laughs> like, I did like his kids giving him shit. I did enjoy that. Yeah, well, yeah, I wish we saw two hours of that. So basically, he it's just one of these lowball, um, you know, managers that has a house. He lives in a, a big mansion, but he doesn't live in the mansion. He's watching the mansion for some foreign guy, and we'll find out who that is at the end of the movie. But he lives in the boathouse or the guest house or the clubhouse, I think it's called. That's where his office and he works in. Anyway, the fucking his oh, wife uh, is no, a... Oh, um, Iranian Jew. Are you laughing yet? I'm going to put a... At which, actually, they do exist, but that was supposed to be a cheap joke. Cheap is the key he, word. He lived in that little area that the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air lived in in the last season. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney, nice to meet you. Uh, hi, Jennifer Hudson. Uh, next week, Netflix finally ponied up uh, the money for you to co-star in Adam Sandler's Next Nightmare. Uh, you start on Tuesday. Uh, Jennifer Hudson looks like she's being held at gunpoint for all of her scenes. Uh, Why does she agree oh, to do not. this? Yes, yeah, she does. Yes, this is... No, no oh, she I know. was trying to make it work. I know, yeah, yeah, she was trying a little bit more than everybody else, but she's beyond this film. You can tell she didn't belong in this movie. They needed a comedic actress for that role, and she is not. Uh, she can sing, yes. Obviously, they just went for the singing end of it, but... Uh, so she plays the, the Star is Born character that um, uh, Sandler discovers at Six Flags Magic Mountain. She's playing a chicken yeah. in some shitty uh, Six Flags Magic Mountain show, which was actually more entertaining than the film. I wanted to see two hours of that. And how is that for lazy writing? The only reason the kids <laughs> exist, the only reason is to make him go to a park. Right, the theme park. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the Six Flags, which, yeah, yeah, everything's filmed at Six Flags. That's Wally World, folks, in case you're wondering uh, about Six Flags. Mm-hmm. That's where Wally World was filmed, uh, or in vacation. Uh, he's not our dad. Uh, <laughs> I bet Sandler's kids say this a lot. <laughs> I would be, yeah. At this I point, know, I, I certainly I would be. That. I'm sorry, oh. I love the kids. Just calling him out all the time. Yeah, that was, yeah, and it's, yeah, strikingly true. 
You sound like a fortune cookie. Well, that's because the entire script was written on a cocktail napkins in a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> uh, three people on the screenplay, folks. Uh, one of them Sandler, so it really is two people. Uh, you, have, you have to immediately X him out, and then you're down to two. And you can't exactly say, oh, well, maybe they didn't get what the writer had in mind. He was the fucking writer. He knew. What yeah, oh, no, he knew what he was doing. He knows what he's doing. It's just low ball stuff. He got the Netflix deal. I don't know how much money Reed Hastings shit out of his ass to give to Sandler to get him on this deal. But once you get that much money, and it's a lot, you don't have to try hard. Like, you really just have to, you know, softball these films in. He's just doing the bare minimum just so he can keep that pay train going. Am no, I wrong no, no, no. The, the, the next movie is going to be literally... Oh, no, come on. Him. No, no, no. It's going to be him literally going for two hours and 11 minutes. Have it, you be. Yeah. <laughs> 11 hours. two hours and 11 minutes. Hey, Sandler, if you're listening, I want you to top your running time next time. I think you got to go for, like, two and a half hours, maybe three. I don't oh, just, God. Yeah, no, let's fucking keep it going. Uh, let's just keep it going, guys. Have it, guys. Uh, I was in prison my entire childhood, an emotional prison. Uh, so what's changed now that you're a semi-functioning adult, Sandler? And she lives in Alaska, okay. Uh, no, he's talking about himself in that in that scene, but yes. I know, I, but, yeah. no, no, but the whole reason is that... No, her father Alaska, lives. Axe. Axe? Axe? Got Axe, Aaron Neville? Uh, yeah, we'll talk about... Yeah, Axe, her dad, <laughs> who happens to be Aaron Neville... It's so great that it's Aaron Neville. It's not great. Aaron Neville didn't he didn't belong. Aaron Wake should have gotten a, a nomination for something. How did they get? That's so terrible. I think Aaron. Oh, I think Aaron Neville was in prison, and they just got him out to shoot that scene for a day. I thought he was dead. I didn't even know who the guy was until I was watching <laughs> half. Aaron Neville's Aaron, not dead, and obviously you not. Never, you've never seen that. He wants to be him. after this. Yeah, I bet he does. I don't have much. Uh, see. <laughs> I'm not as gay as far as I know. Uh, this sounds like me every week in the restroom. Hey-o! Oh, come on. Uh, apparently that, ch- oh, yeah, yeah. that act is getting old. Well, <laughs> with, with that scene with the Northern Light, did anyone else think that someone at work just accidentally let it go to screensaver and that got rendered into the show? No, that would have looked better. Somebody took, like, an iPhone video of a Windows 95 screensaver. Yeah. Oh, definitely, yeah. Like, Windows with 90. an Instagram filter. Yep, definitely, yeah. They, in case you're, yeah, they go up there, and she convinces, he convinces the dad to let Sandler represent Miss Hudson, and then they go have dinner out by the Northern Because that's what everybody in Alaska does, right? They sit out in their car, watching the Northern Lights, eating a moose burger. That's, well, first of all, it's oh, fucking I, cold. And we find out that, like, he's not in prison. Uh, yeah, so, and in Northern Lights, yeah, Windows 98, the screensaver, 95 oh, screensaver. Oh. Sorry, Paul. I was just trying to look up how much Adam Sandler got paid for the deal. Oh, no. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. All right, now let's give it to us. He signed up for four more. Four more films? Oh, man. Is there four more coming? Oh, guys, I don't know. We're going to be doing this forever. Yeah. (laughs) 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 This guy has to be stopped. Four more. I don't know if I can do any more. Uh, I thought you called him. Uh, who you should be calling is the makeup department to order up a decent wig for Colin Quinn around the 25-minute mark. It looks like he's appearing in a commercial for Prell uh-huh. Shampoo. Couldn't they get a better... I know it's the 90s, it's supposed to be funny, but Jesus, man. They could have no, got a better wig. No, and I know wig. he wasn't supposed to be funny, but that was still uncomfortable to watch. <laughs> he's terrible. So in this too. uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, he's doing... Uh, he's Another one of the people mm-hmm. that Sandler's character represents is uh, Colin Quinn. Not He plays a character... I forget the guy's name. Not a very funny comedian. Uh, but then again, Colin Quinn is, you know, cannot be funny, too. Uh, so this is not too far off the mark oh, no, for, really? for him. Yeah, really. Uh, <laughs> he's working for Blockbuster Video right now. Blockbuster Video. <laughs> we have all Adam Sandler's hit films. Go rent them now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I figure that out. Uh, this uh, episode is sponsored by Blockbuster Video. 
Uh, the one store, the one store in Indiana that's left. That's the oh, yeah, right. It's the only store well, that's going to be carrying. This was a running gag through the whole movie of all the things he advised people not. Oh my to, god! I know. Yeah. Yeah. And everything. So right. That's dumb too. The yeah, Apple stock. Yeah, divest from Apple and invest in Woolworths. Yeah. Well, Woolworths yeah. was pretty awesome. Uh, Van Nuys Tech Institute, uh, where this entire film was shot, <laughs> the 33-minute mark. Uh, so basically, he has to take Jennifer Hudson to go do a demo tape so they can present it to record companies and get her uh, rec- you know, hit record deal. That's all, always how it works, folks. And of course, she's so clueless. I don't, understand, I, I don't believe her character would that be that ignorant. I shouldn't say ignorant, but that clueless in the 90s. This is not like a star is born, the, you know, when it was the 20s and it was musicals. I think she would have been a little more savvy to, you know, research enough about the music business to know what demo tapes are, you know, to record herself on song. I don't, I, you know, she's completely a fish out of water here, and I don't I don't necessarily buy that, especially since it's Jennifer Hudson, and we know, you know, from her, you know, she, she has a career, and she, you know, is a good singer, so she doesn't really carry that, that ignorance well. She didn't understand, like, how dumb Sandy was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, there's a chance I forgot to hit record. And I said, I wish they had forgotten to hit uh, record on this entire production. Uh, the scene basically is her recording the song. The dumbass. I don't know who the guy. Do we know who that car- that actor was? That was the engineer. He, Anybody recognize no. him? No. I I'm thought gonna... he looked familiar. But I, I did. I couldn't. I couldn't place him either. But so basically, the joke is he, he the guy keeps forgetting to hit record. It's like an airplane joke, but it's just it's so drawn out, and it's like a and two or three minute sequence. It's not funny. And it's so telegraphed before. Oh the- yeah, you know he's not going to hit it, and he then he doesn't yeah. hit it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not yeah. Again, lazy, lazy writing, lazy. Uh, there's a line saying, uh, well, it says that they go to a record company to get the demo, and uh, one guy says, how big of an ass? And the guy is uh, Lamorne Morris? What the hell is that guy's Lamont name? Morris. Thank you. Yeah. He, hey, he's from coming up. Yeah. And also yeah, from... Um, and I love him, but he's so, like, not funny in this movie. He's coming no. up in the, um, he's coming up in Baywatch, right? I think he's going to be coming up in that film. He plays the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Not. Uh, how big of an asshole do you have to be? Uh, hell, we don't, even fin- we don't even need to finish out the rest of that sentence, do we? There's also hanging a lantern on a joke and then smashing you in the face. With yeah, the they do. I mean, they do it constantly. <laughs> yeah, they actually do it constantly. It's, it, yeah, it's step and repeat, step and repeat. Uh, and, and I got the, here's the next line to illustrate that. Sandy, step away from that light switch. Uh, Sandler's patented method of, there you go, as Paul Hawkins said, of comedy involves beating the audience in the kidneys with the same stale joke until blood shows up in their urine. 41 minute mark. And uh, Paul Hawkins perfectly illustrated that. It's over and over and over again. Did they seriously sit down in the writer's room and just look around the room and go, a light switch? Yeah, that has to be it. Yeah, It worked really well in Clue. (laughs) It's all day of stuff. This is stuff they come up with on the day because the scene itself is not really funny, what she's doing. You know, they take her, they show her to the the studio where she's going to be working recording. And they have her, you know, test out the acoustics in the room, which is a beautiful recording studio. I'm not gonna lie. But then, like I said, the joke is cheap. It's a cheap joke, and it's not funny. And he's not funny. We don't. I don't understand what type of character he's playing. They want him to come across as somewhat endearing by the end of the movie, kind of like a um, a more intelligent version of Rain Man. Not that Rain Man was dumb, but I'm just a more astute astute version of Rain Man. Uh, but he never comes across as that. He just he's just you can never get a fix on his character or the angle he's coming from. He never lets you in. You're just waiting for the Adam Sandler we all know, where he starts screaming and yelling and then punching holes in uh, Bob Barker. That's what you keep Plus, waiting for, but you, we never get that. We get this version, this little Nicky thing, and it's just, it's not working. I wrote down at the exact same point in the film, how are we supposed to enjoy this sad, pathetic, depressing character? Yeah, like, it really is. There's no one to root for. I don't care what happens to any. Unless you're Norcrest and you just went to Portland and got some poontang, then it's a, <laughs> then it's fucking hysterical. Well, then everything that happens I, is listen, awesome. I'm gonna what be right? to Portland right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Free tickets to Portland, please. nothing to do with Yeah. Oh, yes, it did. Oh, yes, it did. Entertained by portions of this movie. I was not entertained. I was way too long. Well, Chris, we're 41 minutes in. Up until now, what did you find entertaining up until this point, this sequence in the recording studio? Well, I yeah, say not one. You can't even do. You, I like the whole Nick Swarzenegger thing where. Oh no. Killian was talking about earlier where we'll he's get like yelling at him. Yeah, we'll get back I, to him. I mean, just the montage of the people talking about him. That's not funny. That's not like, funny. That's just people talking about funny, him. Though. It's uh, funny because uh, they're all taking the piss out of themselves and their own. I don't think and stuff so. Like that. I'd like a it's, movie. It's okay. like Hollywood making fun of Hollywood. It was funny. It's, it's funny like a Comedy Central roast is funny. It's Okay, so <laughs> this is like the Comedy Central roast on my sanity. Uh, the, <laughs> the, the only way that that opening bit where they're all talking about him is funny is if you imagine they're actually talking about Adam Sandler. <laughs> right, then, right. You're absolutely right, Hawkins. Then, then it's I funny. That brain, I went to that place in my mind. This is uh, strike one, Sandy. Or strike 15 oh, for us. Oh, I knew uh, where you were going to go, yeah, and when, I thought that was weird, too. When will this uh, madness end? <laughs> um, yeah, he's not allowed to use the pool in this fancy house, and, of course, there's a voice on this speaker thing that keeps monitoring. We find out who it is at the end. You can pretty much guess before we get... Just, you know how you you, know, you can figure it out? Just count up all the people you have seen that are in this posse and figure out who you haven't seen, and it turns and out to be that out fucking asshole. Who always yeah. does problematic right. impression. Yeah, mm-hmm. badly, badly, by the way. Yeah, we're sick of this oh. asshole. Well, yeah, there you go, if see? You didn't know, if you don't know if you don't, who the fuck... <laughs> from the moment he, the sound comes out of the, uh-huh. you know, wherever, then come on. Then you haven't seen at least one Adam Sandler movie before. Yeah, yeah, yeah Then exactly. you haven't been paying attention. <laughs> and, and on top of all this, what's funnier, they're actually being a serious rule about not being able to get in the pool, or the fact that he's been told not to get in the pool and right. hasn't done it for four years, and it turns out <laughs> it actually isn't a rule, and he's just been playing about. Well, how about the hysterical joke about the Dobermans constantly chasing him across because the I property? Because that like That's an homage how... to Magnum P.I. Uh, I got integrity, no fault insurance. Uh, Sandler gets beat up around the 51-minute mark, and it perfectly expresses oh, how the God. audience feels at that point. Oh, because, um... hey, Mr. DJ. Oh, and by the way, that Mace and Babyface cameo, how they tried to make them seem like they were 20 years younger yeah that was, uh, that was a joke great. yeah that was great no i loved it because it was so bad it's not great it's uh we're, sk- we're skipping over some chunks but let me back up and her career between the time she does the, t- the van nuys tech institute recording uh they meet with the record de- uh capital records they give her a deal they get her start recording and of course like now there's all cameos babyface shows up and he- he's ancient but they try to make him look like 1994's babyface uh, if you can imagine how that looks. Uh, so there's cameos that get peppered throughout this. As a result, though, he ends up um, getting in a car accident because he has Colin Quinn in a car and uh, gets beat up, which I thought was awesome. Uh, next line is, you look like a star because that's what stars look like, Adam Sandler. Uh, you're not a star. So, <laughs> ouch. Uh, Jennifer Hudson oh. cleans up really well. She got a little short wig on, and uh, he takes her out on the town. Uh, they have a, it's a meet, it's not a meet cute. They have, there's feelings between the two, but boy, I mean, oh, they're, well, there's no chemistry. We, we should, shoot. they have no chemistry together. So we, I have to establish that. But uh, according to the script, they're supposed to be into each other. Well, she looked about as uncomfortable while doing that training thing as I felt watching it. <laughs> yeah, it's real. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah see, the photographer guy felt. was weird. He was like too much. I think he was trying to do like a Zoolander thing, and it didn't really work. I no, know. I don't know what he was doing. He wasn't funny at all. Um, much like everybody else in the film. There's a photographer, and his girlfriend was either equally as wacky. Uh, so he, she basically takes him to this uh, party that's hosted by Quincy Jones. Here we are now. Yeah. I'm I'm Arsenio. Yeah, I'm Arsenio. <laughs> uh, when the only work a former late night uh, show host can get is appearing in a crappy Adam Sandler film, you know your career is tanked out around the 53 minute mark. Uh, I thought we were done with Arsenio Hall, but man, that motherfucker just keeps turning up. 
Hey, um, I thought his like reboot of his talk show was good. Well, no, that's you know what that was past its expiration date, but I guess yeah. It was better than Chevy Chase's. Oh, yeah. oh all right. <laughs> cheap I'm shot. Chevy Chase, and nobody else wants. To... No, no, not on that one. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah. City Hall Cubs. He pops up a couple times in his film, but he's in his main uh, dinner scene or a party scene. Uh, meet Amy Baskin, uh, better known as Adam Sandler's equally unfunny wife. Uh, yeah, we took she a shot at her earlier. You, th- you thought she was good. Yeah, I... she was. She was actually like charismatic. Wow, All that's right. what I'm saying. This is her best acting job in any of the movies that he's drug her into, <laughs> or drugged her to be into. One of the <laughs> two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Take your pick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, the last time I saw her, the only one I remember is she played an Indian, didn't she? In that Western oh, thing. God. Yeah. No, yeah, but she was also one of the angels. In Little Nicky. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Quincy Jones ended up throwing him out uh, and says, get out of my house. And the film, for that matter. Uh, Quincy Jones um, did not end up liking Adam Sandler's antics. Um, that scene didn't make any sense. Yeah, but the then, wine scene. Like, especially because Jennifer Hudson, like, dared him to, like, she goes, I think he's offended, but you should do more. Yeah, but that, it doesn't make any sense. That scene is not really yeah, funny. Yeah, she was the one bringing him to the party. Like, and then, Yeah, then, then, insu- then why would you insult the host? I don't understand any of that. Yeah. And Quincy Jones looked like he had a stroke too. He didn't look he didn't look healthy at all. But... They were trying to make him look young and it was really Oh, were sad. they? Yeah, he was really yeah, sad. he's yeah. fine. I think it's I met Oh, is he fine? Okay, yeah. He didn't even spend any of the money on like CGI like they did to Jeff Bridges and Tron, you know, like to just sort of CGI a young face on top of him. They didn't even do that. Uh, you're nobody, then you're somebody. Uh, then you're nobody again. Hey, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. That's how that works. Uh, what you were worried about was a raccoon. Uh, was anyone else imagining Sandler's head exploding instead of that raccoon around the hour and two minute mark? But that was just so. I don't understand. Weird. Yeah, that was. It was really random. It, it's yeah. really random. Yeah. So he gets and... called called to the house. Uh, Jennifer Hudson, I guess, uh, I guess, hears something in the bushes, and he comes to the house, and he has a baseball bat. He ends up uh, destroying a raccoon. Man, I'm talking. There was a lot of blood. That was gross. It just literally exploded. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was... Yeah. It's like peanut butter jelly time. Oh, obviously. yeah. yeah. Like, He's covered in blood. But still, it was one of those scenes that we'll talk about it, but it end up, ended up making less sense as it went on. Yes. Well, yeah, uh, because why did she call him if Right, uh, if the Lamont other guy, well, in there. And, and Lamont. Yeah. Yeah, not Sanford and Sons Lamont. Lamont Morris. Bling. Bling. Yeah, yeah, his, his, char- Bling. his character Bling. name is yeah. Bling. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's in the house, and they, he gets invited in to get the um, uh, his clothes cleaned. Um, Sandy, can you pass me the gravy? Uh, you know your film sucks when the only product placement you can get for this film is Boston Market. Do you know uh, whose house Sandy Wexler was staying oh, at? Geez. No. In real Go life. Ahead. It's the Ed McMahon estate. Is it really? Really? Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Well, maybe he kept all those, like, oversized checks for himself because he was a little large. Ed McMahon's dead, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, yeah, Boston It was called Boston Chicken. They actually did get that correct back in 94. Uh, this dude shattered his pelvis on an amplifier. Uh, why didn't we get to see that scene? That sounded way funnier than anything we do actually see. They're talking about the Gary Rogers <laughs> stunt, stunt extraordinaire. Why did we see yeah. that scene? That would have been a funny scene when he opened for right. her. And yeah, that would have been hilarious. I, I, I just let Nick Swarston do funny stuff. And I think that would have been funny. Yeah, I guess he, uh, the, the stuntman opened for uh, Hudson's character and ended up killing him. Damn near killing himself. Uh, he's always in perfect shape, though, when he comes back. They don't do the Super Dave thing, right, where he's in traction. And like a cast and stuff like that. No, they do don't... it. They do it later on. Oh yeah, yeah, with the burn, yeah, the burn thing at the at the end, of, which is really stupid. Uh, this rock star thing is new for me. Uh, well, so is filmmaking apparently. Sorry, uh, did yeah. it, Jennifer Hudson appear in this turn only because Academy every... Award winner Jennifer Hudson. Well, I think oh, she. Uh, well, I think she only appeared in this film because everyone else said no. 
Uh, I think she was yeah. on, low on the list on I mean, this one. She signed on two weeks before principal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, that's why. Because yeah. everybody else said, fuck you. And they weren't going to do it. Legend had it. He stayed in the car and cried for six hours. Uh, not unlike us after watching this turd. Oh, um, my God. This is such a ripoff of, like, oh, no. uh, something about Mary with Ben Stiller. <laughs> You're mm-hmm. right. Uh, yeah, that's there's that. That's there's... dramatic crying. It's lazy. Like, yeah. fake dramatic crying so basically uh lamont not sanford and sons lamont uh, the guy in this film um can do a better job managing uh hudson's career at this point because he's a little more in the know than mr uh mr well, wexler here also her boyfriend that well yeah yeah she is tagging him uh so basically they break up so wexler takes himself out of the picture and says look you're better off with that and he goes in the car and starts crying because he really does love her which we don't understand or even get that but okay uh did you ever see that naughty little movie nine and a half weeks uh, yes, but we don't want to see it reenacted here around the hour and 15 minute mark, for God's sake. How sakes. long did it take you guys yeah, and to realize that it was... Who is that? Oh, that Who's was that? Jane Seymour reprising yeah. her Wedding Crashers role. Oh, is that who that is? That's Jane Seymour? Yeah. She looks yeah. horrible. Yeah. She looked yeah. terrible. Oh, my God. All right. Well, we definitely didn't want to see that. That wig. Oh, yeah. The wig okay. did not help. Maybe that's why I didn't recognize it. Maybe she's hotter yeah, without the wig. Her hair is amazing. Yeah, she did have nice hair. I remember Jane Seymour always having great hair. And, uh, and she's not funny either. Uh, basically, we should mention, she plays the next door neighbor she's to where... Crying. where she's crying. Yeah, where Wexler lives. And apparently, because her husband is... is That was a creepy scene because he's on the hospital bed in the bed next to her. And uh, apparently she's he's, he can't fuck anymore, so she's desperate for any kind of attention. Well, she can just go out and get anybody. Why would she even bother with Sandler's it's a, it's character? It's like an epilogue to oh, her wedding on. crushers character. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it is. Again, and, go up, Paul. Uh, I was just going to say you, you actually skipped past something I really wanted to mention, which oh, is God. the scene when he notices the lights are on. Right. Number one, when he turns off the TV, <laughs> he's sat in the same position for so long. I thought I'd accidentally paused the bloody <laughs> Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Paul. I'm like, what's right. with my streamer? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I did. He sat there for yep. seven seconds. I don't understand moving. what that was. Yeah. So weird. You're right. And then when he does get up and goes to the window and said, what have we here? What we have here, Alan Sandler, is the lights from the set very clearly reflected <laughs> in your glasses. <laughs> yeah, they weren't the lights from the tennis court. They were lights from the set. I don't know what the minute mark on that was, but that was really bizarre. Um, are you a man, Sandy? Well, we're still trying to figure that out. There you go. Mm-hmm. Now, well, 1995 Grammys. Uh, wait, how did Hudson's rise to superstardom happen in less than a year? It took Vanilla Ice at least a year and a half. Well, and why that? is she wearing an outfit from the 1988 Grammys? Okay, oh, okay, we can go with that. Yeah. But, guys, she just got discovered in 94, and now she's up for a Grammy in 95. Unless, that's literally impossible. There is no, no way. It's not. No, it's not. That's not yeah, impossible. It yes, it is. Impossible. No, it's not. There's, no, no, it's no. not. All right. there's plenty. There's plenty of artists. No, who? Um, Name one. Honored, since you don't obviously watch the Grammys, there is a category <laughs> called Best New Artist. So it is but not in less than a year. And, and, no, and, uh, there's no way. Blang makes a point of Blank. saying that he <laughs> submitted her album in yeah. time for consideration. Uh, you're the man, bedtime. Uh, Terry Crews may be the only bright spot in this turd, or at least oh, his, at least like, his hair is. At least I his hair is. Hour and 21 minute mark. He plays a wrestler that uh, Wexler ends up representing after Hudson takes off and starts her own career. Uh, Terry Crews has, uh, he has like um, kid and play hair, which I thought was funny. Uh, I like Terry Crews. I wish they had given him a little more uh, funny stuff to do. He's just Me basically too. Terry Crewsing it up because um, he is a talented comedian, uh, believe it or not. He doesn't give enough credit, I don't think, for that. Um, so it would have been nice to see a little bit more. Everyone gets zonked once in a while. Uh, the question is, why are we doing it? Uh, because the film is 131 minutes long and it sucks. Um, 
Recap, uh, Jennifer Hudson's character gets tanked up in a, in a Chinese restaurant, or some restaurant, Italian restaurant, I'm sorry. And uh, Wexler has to go to a rescue and get her out of there. Because God forbid. So Dantana's. Wasn't that where uh, Robert, what's his name, shot his wife? Robert Blake? Blake? Yeah. yeah, was it Dantana's? Maybe it was. Beretta? I think so, yeah. Yeah, Beretta, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a nice guy. I, I have to say, I'm That's glad good. that you mentioned it was an Italian restaurant, because I wasn't really paying attention, and that actually explains the Ryan Gig football jersey on the Yeah, wall. no, I think it was an Italian <laughs> restaurant. She had a couple of two martinis and um, and got tanked up, and Wexler has to get her out of there for the paparazzi sees. Takes and, her to the house and... Um, just, uh, and quite... at this point, it paused the movie. I was like, "We still have an hour left." Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, my... <laughs> I was so depressed. I'm like, "Oh my god!" There's like an hour. Yeah, well, well, no, we're past the hour and twenty-one minute mark. Hang in there, guys. Even but, even I was like, "Okay, it's the... taking too long." Yeah, to get see, to the point of oh yeah. My wife was in the other room with the baby, and she just poked her head around and just said. How much longer have you got? And I said, you don't want to know. Yeah, when Paul when, <laughs> when Paul started the film, his baby was still a baby. When he went back in the room, she was like five. And she was uh, <laughs> like, holy I shit. so much. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, I take out the big stick because it's fun to hit far. Or beat Sandler over the head with it, whatever works at the, uh, I don't know what the minute mark is. He takes her golfing just to do some golfing things. Again, not funny. Um, just watch Happy Gilmore. Stay away from yeah. this film. Yeah, and this is actually, actually the I'm going to say this scene is oh, way better than go. the whole Happy Gilmore movie. Don't you, what? Really? What? what? Yes. Chris, come on. I what fucking is wrong with you? Oh, my God. I didn't. I didn't. I, I, I'm moving to Portland because apparently it improves your mood dramatically. <laughs> Yeah, Just for now, I'm out of here. The greatest pussy in the world is in fucking Portland. I am out of here tomorrow. Sorry, sorry Honor, that's already taken. <laughs> Whoa, hey, oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's just. I don't. All right. All right. Crest. You, why do you set me up like that? I think you set us up, though, by coming yeah, out. Yeah. Hopefully you're going to dial this down next week. Jesus Christ. Uh, you need to go to the bathroom. Uh, no, but since this golf scene is so goddamn long around the hour and 28 minute mark, there you go. You might as well uh, drop a deuce. It's a long scene. Uh, I mean, and the I, joke of the scene is that nobody recognizes Jennifer Hudson that's the in joke? this terrible sweat outfit because she has a hat on. Yeah, she's, that's just what's stupid. And she's dressed like a 90s rap star. It's a terrible I mean, outfit. as a person who's been, uh, like, I pride myself on spotting celebrities everywhere I go, whether it's the grocery store or wherever. I mean, you know, that's how you see them in real life. They're in their fucking sweatpants and they're in the, you know, <laughs> but you the see cold them, medicine right? aisle fucking getting some NyQuil and shit just like you are. Like, that's how you run into a celebrity. All right. Uh, yeah, they don't, was... they don't look all glamorous and shit. No, that's pretty obvious. I, she was still pretty obvious, I thought, in that outfit, but all right. Uh, is it supposed to curve up to the right like that? Uh, no, but that boom mic should have curved up out of that shot. Yeah, hey, oh, yeah. But you guys been noticed the boom mic around that uh, that sequence? Probably not. But uh, I was so bored, I just started looking at the edge of the frame for stuff. Uh, anything to get out, of, <laughs> any, anything to get out of the movie. True. I was so aggravated by this point. Uh, why does your goofy ass have me feeling good right now? Uh, like Nora Crest here. Uh, you're the only one, Terry Crews, <laughs> because the rest of us are fucking miserable. I don't understand. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, this, mm-hmm. this this episode is dedicated to the city of Portland, Oregon, uh, and, the, and, and the people who live there, who apparently just have, uh, you know, rainbows uh-huh. shooting out of their private parts. Uh-huh. So, there you go. Technically, it's Beaverton. Yeah. Okay, so. oh. Hey-oh. All right. Um, have the best night of your life, Sandy. Uh, unlike us, who uh, all had the worst night of our lives watching Adam Sandler kiss Jennifer Hudson around the hour and 35-minute mark. Boy, does that oh, come that off as awful. creepy? They have no chemistry, and now 
they kind of hit it off at this around the pool sequence. It was really awkward and creepy. I didn't get. Sam looked like he was barfing in his mouth. Jennifer Hudson. She was bringing it. She was like trying to bring it. Yeah, she was trying to bring it, but he was so awkward. I guess I don't think it was. It was. I guess it was intentional. But they have no chemistry, guys. So this doesn't work at all. She does spend the night with him and then takes off immediately the next day. And now he's depressed again. He hung himself, uh, which is what I thought they were going to be saying about me after watching this film. Oh, my God. What was with that? <laughs> I don't know. Like, the that's where oh, right. this movie Right, before. right. Let's, yeah, definitely. This, was, that, we sh- was that Chris Elliott? Let's unpack. Yeah, let's, Chris yeah, yeah, I was going to say, let's unpack this scene. What's his name? Uh, the idiot Kevin James is a pu- has puppets, and this uh, other guy has this show. Maybe Kevin James. Mr. Buttons. Yeah, Mr. Buttons. Chris Elliott. It's actually Chris Elliott in that sequence. Anyway, Chris Elliott has a hit TV show that, um, you know, Mr. Um, James would love Mr. to Button. have. Yeah. Mr. Buttons. Yeah. As a result, I guess Mr. Buttons has just said goodbye and, and hangs himself in the fucking room. So Mr. Buttons dolls? was here. Kevin. And yeah. dolls. I have to say, that was marginally yeah. funny, watching the dolls hang themselves afterwards. Oh, yeah. It's, Hilarious. It's crazy. But, um... <laughs> It's creepy, how but how did that happen? Because yeah, how... he died, and then like because uh, all the puppets in this movie are, real. are like autonomous. Yeah, it's like, it's all, like he had some sort of Rube Goldberg device set up. Yeah, it's so. all like Anthony Hopkins <laughs> and magic. Does anybody remember that mm-hmm. one? Yeah, it's fucking creepy. Um, yeah, so yeah, Chris Elliott hangs himself, and as a result, Kevin James gets the gets the TV gig. I had genuinely forgotten Kevin James's character's name. So I did too. I was I like, goodbye, Mister Buttons, and I saw it was Chris Elliott. I was like. Did they forget to film Chris, Kevin James in the scene? And just... <laughs> oh, that would have been great if Kevin James hung himself. No, we didn't get that lucky. He Kevin... would not have supported her. No, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Kevin James. Uh, I think it's a reasonable starting place, Sandy. Uh, unlike this embarrassing ventriloquist heart attack scene around the hour and 45 minute mark. Who thought this idea oh was even remotely God. funny? So let me, let me unpack this. It... Um, uh, Sandler has to make a deal with Kevin James to close the deal at this network. We're not going to tell you the network yet because it's supposed mm. to be a funny joke. It's not. And as a result, before they can go to the meeting, uh, Wexler is clearly having a heart attack and needs to immediately go for the hospital. But he's such a dumbass. He wants to finish the deal. So the joke is he's going to pro- he's going to sit next to Kevin James, and Kevin James is going to basically be a, a ventriloquist for Sandy Wexler in this scene to close the deal. It's and Rob Reiner, God bless him, is uh, got roped into this. Rob Reiner is actually in the sequence. It's not funny. I don't understand mm. why they thought this would be funny. I just wrote down the second this scene started, I was just like, it's and awful. we've officially hit rock bottom. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, and I, agree. I genuinely think that the writers uh, took a break and <laughs> turned on the TV and dead silence was on. And they were like, that's it. That's <laughs> it. <We're doing> it. <laughs> or magic or any uh, ventriloquist. That was the moment that weed became legal in California. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible sequence. And I, it's just not, it just completely misses the mark of what they were trying to do. It's awkward and unfunny. And, and the fact that poor Rob, the great Rob Reiner had to sit and endure that uh, whole sequence and a role in this film. Um, he cannot move. Yeah, I know. And he's yet, a guy who's having a heart attack. Sit there. Yeah. Like, okay, I can sit here, but I can't talk. Ugh, my bowels are coming loose talking about this. Uh, Ted, uh, w- welcome to the UPN family. Now, that's supposed to be funny, but it's actually kind of sad. We're, like, talking like Debbie Downer kind of sad. I know, I felt bad. Wah. I was like, oh. Yeah, why take a cheap shot at UPN? Yeah, and, and, about four pe- <laughs> and about four people got will get that joke. Mm-hmm. Um, to understand the, what happened to you. Three. I, I got it already. So All right, so now we're down to three. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love this song. Uh, well, folks, we now uh, now uh, Griffin said we hit rock bottom earlier, or somebody did. Uh, I think Foster this. Man. Thank you. I think we've hit it uh, here. I think Paul. Well, uh, all right. Paul. Somebody, <laughs> okay. 
Paul hit rock bottom when he first guessed it on our show. That's that, that's when he knew he was that his career was over. Um, I love this song. Uh, well, folks, we finally hit rock bottom or bottom of this celebrity cameo basement with Weird Al Yankovic's appearance on screen around the hour and fifty minute mark. Then I just wrote boo. Um, I understand everybody else going through this litany of having to show up for this nonsense, but Weird Al, do you have to? Do you have to? It's sacrilege. Yeah, that, that I know that, that hooks back into really his over, long. It's a long like, con for that. It is for, for a get, weird Al cameo. Yeah, <laughs> we should mention it was the he, longest setup in the history. Oh yeah. my god! It, it was, I was yeah. and I was like, okay, who's Alfred? I felt you did. For you it, fell for it. I was like a, wondering who's Alfred. You're getting soft. Yeah, Griff. I did getting too. Soft. Oh, you too. Well, yeah, we understand why you fell for it. <laughs> Given how bad the writing was, I just figured they never bothered telling us. I, yeah. I, well, I, you know what? They were never going to reveal who Alfred you're right. was. Hawkins, was. You're right. Hawkins, you're right. I just thought yeah, I, I'd forgotten way, about the it. The way he told the story, it was too, like, corny. I'm sorry. Ernest Saves Christmas is better than the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rip, pour no, one out. don't be sorry. You're correct. <laughs> and let's all pour one out for Jim Varney, okay? Um, well, now now the big question then is, Brian, is Ernest in the Army better than this show? No, all right, guys. All right. Ooh, you, I no, haven't seen no. that one. <laughs> Look, do not try to soft pedal your French fries shit on our show. That's your podcast. <laughs> no, wait, we're not, we're not, wait, we're not wait, wait, how long pimping you out. They tried to make Adam Sandler the new Ernest. Oh, yeah. I think it's already happened. I think it's. I think we're living it right now, Griff. We're living I it think right we're now. We're in it. We're in it. Except it's like the hand, Handmaid's Tale. It, as, it. as if the Ernest films were like two hours plus long. This is what we're we're enduring right now. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's, uh, we should. I'm gonna mention that he, uh, Wexler character had this. One of his first clients was a guy named Alfred, and he got too close to him, just friendship wise, instead of business wise. And they had a they had a parting of the ways. That's you have to wait for the thinks was the problem. Right, That's you have to wait for the entire two hours plus time to get to this point to find out the Alfred character is fucking Weird Al. Like, I, I just who gives a shit? I, I, Weird Al's funniest thing was probably in Naked Gun. I thought he was funnier than that. Than he was here. He's not funny here. We should say Weird Al. He has a couple lines and he's gone. He's but... just here to like. I don't know. Why is he here? Up his old hair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like his old dirty hair. Dirty like spaghetti hair. I do. Gross, yeah, and it's gross mustache. I miss his old hair yeah. and the yeah and the pedo mustache. Uh, for me, if you really care about someone, you tell them the truth. Well, I don't really care about Adam Sandler, but I'd be happy to tell him about every one of his Netflix films, <laughs> and they suck. Uh, yeah, screwed up the line. I said beer's kicking it. Uh, let Farouse, here we go. Farusa, take good care of you. Here you go, folks. Cue the inevitable uh, Rob Schneider cameo around rage, the hour and 50 war minute mark. Uh, he's like rage, a hemorrhoid rage. that manages, always manages to come back, isn't he? He's got like a fetish with like cosplaying. <laughs> Why is he? The races. Are we tired of seeing these? Yeah, his racist cameos. I, I guess we can call them that now. Whether he's a Mexican, racist Mexican, or no, racist Iranian. Races. I'm sorry. So the racist. He's got like a fetish for playing other races. He, well, yeah, and they're racist. I mean, they're not funny. Yeah. They're just terrible, terrible cameos. If they were funny, I wouldn't care. But not one of his characters in any one of his Adam Sandler films. I mean, it's just it's the same same shticky. How about you show up as Rob Schneider? Once in a while, not that he's funny, but I mean, no, no, give no. us, give us, just give us, just to give us a break. <laughs> no, he's got like an issue. Like, yeah. <laughs> you think it's a oh, mental thing? You think it's like, oh, oh, speaking Singular. of Netflix, um, his reality oh, show got no. renewed too. Oh God, really? There's more Rob Schneider. Oh yeah. man, we're just Rob Schneider has a reality show. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, you Paul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love you. I, I, so it comes down to it that 
Wexler, after talking to Weird Al, go figure this, decides to stop talking bullshit out of his mouth and be honest uh, when he's talking to people. And then he has to go confront uh, Miss Hudson before she marries the guy from Starbucks, right? The Starbucks creator, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. And they have this, uh, this, this force scene inside the planetarium in L.A., uh, Chris has been there, right? Yeah. Observatory? It's the observatory. The Griffith. The, the Griffith, Griffith Park yeah. Observatory, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they do the laser nice. light show. It's really, and, I mean, it's iconic. It's yeah, it's iconic. I, it's iconic. They got a laser light show, but apparently they have the um, the, the same Windows 98 uh, screensaver for the Northern Lights is actually playing in <laughs> it's this. It's a planetarium. Yeah, you in go the planetarium. in there and you see the, yeah, you know, they shit. do do a whole Northern Lights thing. Oh, there you go. So this is, does happen. Okay. Uh, so he confronts uh, Hudson before she gets married and he says, I love you. I've always loved you. Uh, which is really hard to believe since Sandler and Hudson have zero chemistry together. I didn't believe any of that, guys. None of this scene right here uh, makes any don't holds any weight can't. because you don't believe these two these two people are no. in love with each other. You don't. It, it seems like Snyder kidnapped her. And <laughs> now he did actually. He yeah, he did that in a limo. Yeah, he's in a limo. was like, wait, no, I'm gonna not be an asshole. Now. Right. Exactly. No, fuck him. Uh, <laughs> uh, you had me at Shalom. Uh, excuse me while I pause this mess for another round of explosive diarrhea. My God, <laughs> do you really? Why do you have to? Another cheap um, Jerry Maguire well, joke. Let's let's hang that up, please. Um, just bring <laughs> just bring just bring out the couple already. Uh, we want to end this film. Thank God. Uh, so now the big reveal, folks, and I'm gonna have Chris do it one more time. We're back to the party scene that was at the beginning of the film, where all the celebrities are talking about Sandy Wexler. We find out now it's modern day. This is this is actually there. Twenty years later, this is they get married. Because Colin For or real. not? I'm sorry, Kevin James puppets. Yes. Yeah. Like married yeah. them. Perform, they married them, but, the but it was, yeah, so it yes. wasn't legal. Was so twenty years, right? Legal. So twenty years later, uh, we got the actual scene with this. Like, Chris, one more time, run down that list. Everybody in this fucking scene who was dick sucking Adam Sandler. Lauren Michaels, Kevin Nealon, Jimmy Kimmel, <laughs> Jason Priestley, Jewel, Lisa Loeb, Conan O'Brien, George Went, John Lovitz, Henry Winkler, Janine Garofalo, Arsenio Hall, Judd Apatow, Paul Rodriguez, Darius Rucker, Richard Lewis, Doctor Drew, Vanilla Ice, Penn Jillette, Jay Leno. Louis Anderson, David Spade, Dana Carvey, Chris Rock, Colin Quinn, Polly Shore, and Guy O'Siri. Woo! There you go, folks. That's your, that's your drinking game. Downtown Julie Brown. That was that your drinking. That's your uh, you're right. That's your drinking game, folks. Uh, take a drink for every celebrity that Nora Chris just mentioned. Um, hey, <laughs> shots on me. Uh, hey, it could be worse. Uh, you can't get much worse than this film. Oh wait, Adam Sandler is singing, guys, in this last sequence. Yes, yes, you can. Now, normally <laughs> well, at this well, point, oh well, wait. Well, at least they reacted and were like horrified. Now, normally I would say at this point, not enough. We're at the end of the film, yeah, yeah. and I, normally I would say crest on credits, but since Nora Chris has been in Pussyville for the last couple of weeks, I gotta go to uh, Killing Griffin. I did. I did oh my god. god. Griffin, you gotta, go, you gotta go to the intern. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, Gri- yeah. <laughs> Griffin on credits, what do you got? I got that uh, the guy who we can identify who turned out to be Mike Judge said oh, really? that Sandy Wexler uh, said always told him that he wanted to sign Beavis. Oh. So, he would prank call him as Beavis. Then they go to the prank calls between Beavis and Sandy Wexler. And that's funnier than the movie. And yes. Right. Really? And then, and then they do a second round, which is butthead. <laughs> oh, oh shit. For really? I can't believe I missed it. No. That, that, that's the it funniest. Great. Oh, oh, you're kidding. I'm apologizing because they're dumbass. <laughs> this is, this is uh, butthead. Uh, I'm, a, I'm apologizing because they're he says come on guys like uh, did you say you want to come on guys 
<laughs> this doesn't make it. That's the film. That's pretty sad when the best part of your movie is literally the end credits. Well, it, hey, yeah. it's pretty sad when you didn't watch the best part. Of the uh, well, yeah, mm-hmm. no, sad for me. Yeah, but I never do because that's the that's what I do here. But uh, yeah, when and also the joke comes from Mike Judge and not anything Adam Sandler did, which well, I think is brilliant, right? And they actually right? show Adam Sandler and Mike Judge filming it together. Oh, really? Like, they have mics. Yeah, in like, the booth. Boom, yeah. yeah, they have like boom mics and it's like offset. Oh, like man. during the uh, wedding reception scene. That's pretty sad when that's the best part of your movie. Um, mm-hmm. God damn, guys. Hey, yeah. you know what? It made me want to watch Beavis and Butthead. Well, yeah, yeah, folks, if you're yeah Beavis and Butthead fans. He brought uh, that back. Too. Oh, maybe yeah. you want to watch Daria again. <laughs> or Daria, oh, yeah, exactly. Daria. Oh, or, or King of the Hill, <laughs> any of those. Why wouldn't Daria one year for Halloween in high school? All right, so there you go, folks. That is uh, that is Sandy Wexler for this uh, this week. Jesus Christ, we took it out all 131 minutes of it. We took it out and played with it a lot longer than we should have. Can we flush it, ladies and gentlemen? Can we please, please flush it? Uh, Take it to the pool. Yes. Uh, <laughs> flush it. You said <laughs> There you go, folks. Consider it. Consider it. Flash. I'll keep it. My mama. Yeah. See, now now everybody gets funny in the land. When we're closing I'm the show. Cornholio. Uh, okay, Cornholio. Just Portland Julio. There you go. Consider it. Consider it. Flash, folks. That is it for this week. I want to thank my lovely co cinematic flushers, Midwest movie mogul. Colleen Griffin and Raging Buddha Beam with Pino Chris. Great job as always, ladies. Thank our uh, lovely uh, extended co-flushers, uh, Brian Klosterman and Paul. Uh, Adam Sandler can lick my balls. Hawkins from the Blokebusters podcast. Make sure you get over to Blokebusters and check out all their nonsense. They do a really good job with their French Fried series. I was making fun of it a little earlier, but it's actually super fun. Uh, after you listen to us, of course. Us first, then these clowns. Uh, but definitely check them out and give them some love over there at the Blokebusters. Uh, thank you, gentlemen. Hopefully you'll join us again. And we are going to be back next week to torture you folks with something else. Until then, say goodbye, ladies and gentlemen. Bye. Uh, <laughs> now, now Hawkins decides to do voices at the back you end. You said bye. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, you said bye. Okay, all right, guys. All right, just dial it down. Holy shit. Holy shit.